Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining Megan and Derek for another episode of the Blended Podcast. And today... It's our five truths mm-hmm. revisited because we decided a long time ago when we started this yeah. that we have five truths that we believe can can lead to a happy, successful, blended family. Mm-hmm. And we just want to make sure it's kind of a self-check for us. Right. Like, where are we at with the five truths? Yeah. Are we struggling with any particular one? Any new revelations with any of them? Absolutely. So the five truths are, one, always remember it is all about the kids. Yes. Number two, lose all your expectations. Number three, communication, communication, communication. That's right. Four, never assume. And five, never bash your ex, their other parent. That's right. And so those are our five truths. And so kind of looking back on it, uh, starting off with number one, it's always about the kids. Right. I think it's important to remember, um, yes, you are blended. But never forget the original family dynamic. So still taking time, like in my instance, for me and my almost 17-year-old daughter to still do stuff just us. Or for my husband and his 10-year-old daughter to do things just him and her. But also remembering it's important to start new things that you do as a family. Like we always sit down together every night and have dinner. Now, that's not doesn't work out for everybody with sports and stuff like that. But... When everyone is with us, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every other Wednesday, we try to all sit down. Now, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we might get a little lazy with that when it's just the three of us, but that's something that we make a point to do. So, and I agree, and I think for me, this one has really, uh, because of switching Kingston, which is my youngest, his school, and now it's a school that's literally three minutes from my house instead of being 10 minutes from his mom's house like we live about 25 30 minutes apart yeah so now he's over by me well she has trouble getting him thursdays and fridays right he has karate on thursday Uh and so instead of it going from sunday monday tuesday wednesday my responsibility picking up from school getting the karate now i've added on thursday and friday to get him from school with one of the kids with one of the kids (laughs) take him to karate and so it would be real easy and even at the beginning be like, no, those, those are aren't. your days. Figure it out. Right. But really, who's suffering in that? Right. That's it's not Kingston. being all about the kids. No, it's going to make him like, oh, I'm such a burden. They have There's to a difference in an inconvenience yeah. and just being difficult and not, yeah. you know what, this is my time. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. No, Absolutely. if you can help, same thing with my husband, you know, during the pandemic, uh, our daughter, my stepdaughter, yeah. his daughter wasn't going to like the after-school program or playmates because my husband was working from home and then on the day she was with her mom, why would we have her send her there when she could just come to our house, you know, when the mom's at work and then she could pick her up, et cetera. So that's what worked for us. And 
it was it the most convenient for no. us? No, but it's, it's been a long year of inco- you know not being the right. most convenient, but it's what you got to do, and it's, it's what's what, best for them. Absolutely. Yep. So next is losing expectations. Woo. Can I tell you the best example I can give you of this for me? And I think if you're new, if you're a new blended family, yes, we have not been doing this a long time. I'm not trying to act like we're veterans. Uh-uh. We're working on what year two. Each of us married. married, but technically five. Right. Well, so, but two years of being in a blended family, like married, Married, everyone under the same house. Okay. Well, when we first got married, me and my husband, I don't think we'd been married maybe a month. And we got invited to come to a step family, like... What am I trying to say? Retreat like a treat or conference? Yeah, it was like conference. That's what it was, a step family conference. And I was like, okay, sure, yeah. you know, we're step family. And we went to the conference, and, you know, they're telling about all of these problems that can happen and all of this stuff. Yeah. And like the whole time we're like, look, you know, like people at our table are like, oh, my gosh, that's us. Yep, we're dealing with that. Oh, yep, this yep. is so relevant. And we're looking at each other like, Psh, we must be like the best step <laughs> family ever because none of this is happening. I mean, we did. Like we left there yeah. with this pride of like. We've got this we, thing together. Yeah. I mean, month in, we're like the best blended family ever. Fast forward, you know, six months, and my daughter is severely depressed. You're right. You know, dealing with some anxieties because of the change in, and real blended life starts to break in. But yeah, I remember being so naive in the beginning and thinking, we're like the best yeah. blended family so, ever. So the expectation is you, you think you got it together. <laughs> right. Or you expect it to just be great. Right. And everything to be like, because when you're dating... You know, you're not all under one roof. So things are, I've talked about it before, how Tana was like the one pushing, like, hey, Chris, when are you going to ask my mom to marry you? Yeah. But yet she's the one who had the hardest adjustment period with it once we were all under one roof. And so I think for my family, we uh, are really having to be cautious with this right now because we've got a little one on the way. <laughs> right. You know, born, due to be born in July. And now this will be your and Jesse's first, first child together. together. Her first child right. in general. Then and you so have the two boys. Luckily, the boys have a, a younger brother on their mom's side. So they've already been her. broken so a little bit. They've kind of <laughs> seen this, but it's still going to be different because it's dad. Right. You know, maybe not being able to, to spend as much time playing video games right. or doing things that we... It's going to be a big challenge. And so my expectation is... It's going to be a big challenge. Right. Don't go in thinking, oh, they're gonna, it's going to be great. Right. Everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. And it's a girl. Yeah. And they're they're used to having a little brother. But, but they're a over the moon sister. happy and right. they wanted a sister. Of course. And so I think they're going to be great big brothers. They already are. Absolutely. But it's still, I'm going An in not naive that it's no. just going to be this easy breezy thing. That's the best advice I can give is do not. Don't think if you're a few months into it and everything is fabulous yep. or you're dating and everything's fabulous. Like, don't be like me and don't be like, oh, everything's great. It's going to yep. be great. It's great now. Why wouldn't it be great? Be like Derek and at least let those thoughts of it's going to be rough. Yes. And then when, if it's not, then what a surprise and what a positive way to take it. But definitely lose all of those expectations of we all get along. Everything's great. Which... You know, then goes back to number one because it's all about the kids. So just like right now, I'm going to have to pull a little extra weight to get them from school. Well, Zeke likes to play in this outdoor basketball league. Right. It starts like end of June. And I just had to basically say to his mom, yeah, 
I don't know how much help or how many I'll be there. The baby's due around that time. Right. Like, so is th- that going to work for you? Is that going to work for you instead of just expecting her right. or her or expecting assuming, me? Which or is assuming, which is one of the five, yes. <laughs> the five truths that, oh, well, she'll figure it out. No, right. that might not be the case. And number three, which is communication. I think this is just so important for every single aspect of a blended family. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not one part of being blended that this doesn't help with. And for us, like what goes on at the other house is so important. Like you've brought that point up before. Like if they get an A on a spelling test, but that's on a Friday. I don't know like, about it. Let me know yes. because, you know, like when they come to my house, you know, I might be like, dude, are you struggling in spelling? But, yeah. well, dad, I got an A plus yeah. on my I want to be able to celebrate it too because, right. you know, everybody wants dad and Absolutely. mom to celebrate you. Yeah, and future plans. This actually um, is something that just came up with us. So, you know, my husband, we plan our vacation in January. Right. So before we book anything, we make sure our works are okay with it. We make sure um, her her mother is okay with us having her that week. And so we had texted in January and said, right. can we have her this week? Do you have any plans? This is the dates. She had responded, don't have anything planned. Well, yesterday she messaged us saying, can I get Lena this time? Well, Chris said, Sure, but remember, you know, we're going to the beach this week. And she said, oh, I didn't know about that. And I and Chris is telling me, and he's like, I guess we forgot to tell her. And I'm like, no, I, I would never because I'm yeah. like a details person. Oh, I'm like, I would not have booked it if we hadn't heard from her. I'm like, don't you have your messages? And he ended up scrolling back all the way to January's messages, and there it was. And it, she had just forgotten. So right. he just screenshotted it, sent it over, was like, Oh, here, remember, I might have not told you where we were going, but, and that was probably the confusion when he said, oh, we're going to the beach. And she's like, well, I didn't know you were going to the beach. Right. In her mind, we just asked, can we have her that week? So just being clear about future communications, and it's always a good idea to get it in writing. Yeah. Whether in a text, an email, whatever. We do that a lot. Like I might say, hey, like this date, I'd like the boys to go here and to do this. Okay, you're good. Look at your calendar. All right, good. Mm-hmm. And then I get in the car and, say, and I'll so send a we're text. Good on this. Hey, just a reminder, you know, just a, a, mm-hmm. remi- a, a text reminder. Yeah. This is the date. This is where we're going, you know. Never I, feel guilty no. about over communicating. One, because I'm sure it didn't upset Missy when he sent that screenshot. You know, it was, she was just like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I can't believe I forgot. You know what I mean? Like, and it, so it just covers all, everybody in the situation. And then we're all on the same page all the time. So, and communication can go, you know, as far as just everyday stuff, you know, when you pick them up, hey, so did she eat dinner today? Did you eat lunch? You know, did she pack a lunch today or did she eat, just general stuff. Like I said. That you might take for granted. I think that's the biggest thing in this communication is a lot of the things that we were bad at sharing at different times are things we take for granted. Right. Like big deal kind of things. You Mm -hmm. don't, you really communicate. Right. And we've had a plethora of those here lately as kids get older. Right. Like, hey, this is how I want to handle it. What do you think? Those kind of communications, super easy to do. Yeah. But it's the little things that we take for granted, like. Hey, uh, Zeke wiped out on his bike. Or, hey, Zeke wants to really start drinking water more. Help encourage him to do that. Right. Those things you take for granted and you don't send the message about. Absolutely. 
So we want to take a second and thank our sponsor today. It's author Brian Sanders and his new book, yeah. Be Like Dad. What a perfect sponsor for the Blended Podcast. Yep. It is 50 stories mm-hmm. about his dad. Some will make you laugh. Yeah. Some will make you cry. Listen, and here's the thing. Maybe you didn't have a good dad growing up. This is the perfect book for you because it's some of those life lessons a dad would teach that maybe you missed out on as a kid. Or yep. maybe you don't have your dad. You had the greatest dad, but, you know, he's not in your life anymore. Maybe he's right. passed away. You can read these, and trust me, if you're anything like me, every one of them reminded me so much of my own dad. So, yeah, I read it too, and... A lot of them that I read reminded me of the lessons my dad did teach me and how Mm -hmm. he taught them to me. Yeah. And so it's really cool. If you want to check that out, you can head to uh, BrianSandersAuthor.com. That's right. You can pre-order it now. You'll get it on April 5th. That's when it actually goes on sale. perfect gift for your dad or those blended dads in your life. Again, that's Be Like Dad by author Brian Sanders. And you can pick it up at BrianSandersAuthor.com. All right, so we're on number four, which is, we've kind of already touched base on this, never assume, (laughs) never assume that the other parent, one, is still on the same page as you, just like I talked about vacations. You know, we had messaged her about having a week in January, and then here we are, you know, fast forward three months, and she was like, oh, I didn't know you guys were going on vacation. Just touch base. You know, never assume. Don't wait until the day you're leaving on vacation to text and be maybe throughout send that reminder Reminder. like, hey, remember in June we're going on vacation, you know, or whatever. Just also like never assume that they know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? So maybe you're talking about something she did at your house. Well, she doesn't know anything about like that experience with Lena when she's at our house because, you know, Unless the teacher's communicating with her and stuff like that. And I think that's a big one it is you've talked about before. Because, um, you know, my wife teaches in the school district that Kingston now goes to. Right. And so it's a lot easier for some of those teachers that know her. Just to get just a hold to of reach her. reach out. Right. Or to communicate with us. Right. Or we know them already. And right. so, you know, me making sure, not assuming that she is getting these messages too has been a big deal. Like right, I that, to, that their mom has. And so I over communicate. If we get a message, even if it's in a group chat, right, with her in it, yeah, I copy it and I paste it to her in an individual text. Mm-hmm. That way, I am not I assuming know, you know. that she's in the know, <laughs> right, or that she even is in that well, group because chat. In and that read instance, it. like what? How would it come out? This is not the case. Jesse, my wife, works in the school district. We're friends with these people. We know them. We're getting the communication. And then mom is yeah. left out in the cold. And it's going to feel to her like she's being shunned right, or like isn't welcome. You're trying to take my place. Or take place. Yeah. And it's going to open up a whole can of worms that you don't have to face yeah. if you just don't assume and mm-hmm. over communicate. That's right. And th- I don't think anybody has ever minded being communicated to and if she does much. she'll say hey i get those messages you right. don't have to send those to me but the other ones <laughs> i'm not getting those right you can really figure it out absolutely so definitely don't assume and just never assume that you know what they're talking about when you know your kid comes over from our house and i think you know this goes hand in hand with the communication and just keeping those lines open and making everybody feel comfortable in what they're talking about um, five and the final five of the five truths is never bash the ex or the other parent. Yeah. This, listen, 
There are so many levels of this because here's the thing. The number one thing goes back to our number one truth, which is it's always about the kids. If you are talking badly about their other parent, even in earshot, maybe not in front of them, See, but that's the big one. you know what I mean? You're in the kitchen. You and your spouse are in the kitchen. Kids are in the living room and, and they can hear you saying, you know, that the other parent is worthless or no good or stupid or ignorant or any of these things. Those kids internalize that because that's their parent. And even the step parent in that situation. Right. So if, if their mom or their dad's remarried, yeah. don't talk about their significant other. No. Because they're going to take that. I remember one of the funniest stories of Kingston. Mm-hmm. You know, Kingston, he is, he, you wouldn't think he's paying attention to anything. <laughs> and he Here's is everything. Very, <laughs> yeah, but he hear, must hear everything. And so one time his grandma just said something about, stepmom or whatever yeah and he thought it was bad and he i mean he was he only could have been <laughs> maybe six right looked at her and goes don't you talk about her like that they right. hear it they do and, and they, she wasn't like, even oh, talking about about, about her negative? but and he thought it was right and that leads into another point which is the kids will either feel shame because you're talking about their parent or they feel the need to defend just like Kingston did with this stepmom. You know what I mean? There are so many layers to this, but talking about it, like I said, that that's part of them. So if you're talking about their parents, then they're going to start thinking, well, I must be no good because my I'm, parent's no good. And they're, yeah, that's I'm my mom, that's my dad. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Or, like I said, it instills that shame, shame of who they are. Like with my daughter, you know, there are so many stereotypes fighting against her, you know, things that her father did. So she feels like, well, right. people think of me as the kid whose dad was in jail her whole life, you know, right. or things like that. And it's like, she's always like, I'm not that kid. I'm not that kid. I'm just a kid right. whose dad happened to be those things. You know what I mean? So when you talk about the parent around the kids, you're not just talking about the parent. You're talking about their parent. You're talking right. about their step parent. People that they love, people that right. care about them and love them. And yeah. so they're going to be defensive and arguments are going to happen. Of course. And they're not healthy arguments. And they might lose respect for you yeah. because yeah. you were talking about their parent like that. Like, well, how can I respect this parent? Because they're just talking so badly about my other parents. So it's it's going to hurt your relationship. And so do we know that venting is going to take place? Are yeah. there good? Um, listen, we're, we're not telling you not to talk about the ex. We're just telling you not to talk about the ex to your children, well, to your children or around them. And so right. for, for me, our kind of our role is, listen, it was a broken relationship is why you're right. in a blended, majority of the of time, course. a blended situation. So there's always already difficulties and, and stuff in the past mm-hmm. and, and venting. If my kids are there, yeah, they're either asleep and I know for a fact they're right. asleep. And you're downstairs and or whatever, like in the, the basement. Or they're upstairs. I try my best to make it to Wednesday evening or right, Thursday when they're, not, when they're yeah. not in my house. Same thing at and our vent house. And just be like, I don't understand this. I don't right. get it. You know, and we're not saying it's okay to bash them in that moment. No, either, but, but we're just saying make sure it's a safe place. Yes. You know, everybody needs to get things off their chest and vent. And we're not telling you that that's unhealthy. I, my best recommendation is write it down. Yep. Write it in a journal. You can say whatever you want to yourself in a journal. And if you're like, well, I'm not comfortable. What if somebody reads it? Burn it. Yeah. Burn it, girl. Burn it. Shred it. <laughs> Get rid. Yeah, shred it. Get, I, I like fire. I'm I, a little, I can't help that. But I, yeah, I th- we really, we really do believe that these five core mm-hmm. values 
or what has allowed us to have the success that we have. Right. Again, and we're not perfect. No. We're not professionals. But these are the things. Real people living real blended lives that have found these five things that really help us. And those five truths, again, are one, always, everything is always about the kids. Lose those expectations. Communication. Never assume and never bash the ex or other parent. Right, because we've, we've lived it parent. and we've made these mistakes. Yeah. Uh, we've Learn learned from, from them. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this blended podcast today. It's the Five Truths Revisited. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to hear from you, your questions, your comments, your uh, just your review of what we're doing here. Right. And you can do that a couple ways. One, you can go over to facebook.com backslash blended podcast and give us a like and follow along. We put up quote yeah. cards all week from the episodes yep. um, that you could share mm-hmm. or uh, just be reminded yourself. Yep. And you can also check us out on Instagram at the blended underscore podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to this so yeah. that every week it'll automatically download and you won't forget to listen to an episode. And whatever platform you listen, Spotify, Google, any of those places, there's a place to leave a review. Yeah. If you could take time to leave a review and a comment, that would help with, I don't know, those big words like algorithms <laughs> and people yeah. seeing this. Right. You know, our goal here is just to uh, walk through this blended family mm-hmm. uh, help as situation. Many people. And listen, like and we help. say, we're not professionals, but to help as many people as we can, you know, maybe not have to make the same mistakes we've made, or maybe you're going through the same thing we are, and we just want to walk alongside you. We want to be able to answer any questions you have if we can help, or maybe you can help us through some stuff. Absolutely. Maybe we'd love, if you've got something that works well for your family, we'd love to hear it because Absolutely. we want to make our blended families better as well. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.